<laughs> I went on go- one instead of go. That's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you normally do your um uh and we're live. <laughs> Dexter said hey, Dexter, I can hear Dexter in the room going, Are we live? <laughs> Dexter, shut up, I'm recording. <laughs> live from New York City. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um Right. Uh, okay, well, well, let's go. Uh, hello, and welcome <laughs> to Ghoulies Unflushed. Um, we have news this week. Last minute news. Paul, should we go straight to the news and just get yes. it done? Do, yeah? do, 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 do. Yes. <laughs> do, do, news. <laughs> okay, so... Um, we have made a new discovery. Mm-hmm. It's a minor discovery. But it's a new discovery. Um, uh, actually, Paul discovered it and, uh, and it didn't realize. <laughs> so let's, 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 let's show, let's, let's talk through exactly what there is. <laughs> Quick interjection by me here. The uh, following conversation you're about to hear it was uh, done privately uh, between Paul and I on a phone, uh, which just happened to record on via Skype. And, um, well, we didn't really want to re-record it again because we chat for 20 minutes about this cool little find. So there's lots of background noise. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, you can probably hear my kids talking and, and all sorts of stuff. So ignore that. Um, I just let you know, know that the reason it sounds so bad is because we're lazy. Thank you. <laughs> you do sound awful. So you say you've got um, uh, a computer in front of you, yeah? Yep. Okay, queue up uh-huh. ghoulies. Right. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, cut to the clown doll bit. <laughs> yeah, I got geese. Okay, okay. So cut to the clown doll. How many minutes is that? Uh, I don't know about just about an hour. I got subtitles on for some reason. That's okay. Just like just I just want you to re-familiarise yourself with um. Oh, oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, I had it then. Okay, Dick gets tongued. Oh, I'm right on it now. Okay. Hour and five. It's hour and five. Okay, well, just watch the scene from when she opens the door <laughs> to when the doll begins strangling her. Uh, <laughs> I got gri- gri- grizzled out ingredients capturing rat at the moment. I can't seem to re- rewind and fast forward very well. I just, I just did you want to watch that bit from the opening of the door. It's about to happen, I think. Okay. Oh, let's fast forward a bit then. There's Scott Thompson. There we go. Oh, that goody on the bed. Yeah, that's it. Watch it from there. It'll be fine. Yep. Screaming. I'm watching it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. Town uh, goody. Strangling, strangling, strangling. Okay. Now go to your messages. Yep. Can I pause the movie or keep Yeah, yeah, pause the movie and just watch because obviously you didn't notice this and I'm, you know. Messages on Facebook, yeah? Yeah, from me. Yep. Hang on, I might have to resend it again. Hang on. No, it is there. Maybe it's just. It's sending. Know, it says, yeah. it's, uh, it's sending. Hang on. Should have really made this file smaller. It's so dodgy. Oh, come on. It's not, there we go. Oh, I got it. Seven seconds. Oh, I can't get your picture of Skype out of the way. Let's try again. 
Bang, 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 shadow. Alright, what did I miss? <laughs> Can you not see? Let me watch it on this computer again. Is it there? No, it opens the door. Oh, is it the extra scene? It's like an extra shot. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Was that that? Was that in our version? That's that's in the yeah. um, the little documentary you sent me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but no, but was that in the TV that we got? I don't think so, because I'd never noticed that before. Hang on a minute, I'm going to change it. Let me get the TV yeah, out. Now you're going to make me think <laughs> about it now. Uh, okay. Do you know yeah. what? When I watched it, I did look at. I'll be honest. I did look at that and thought it looked different, but yeah, but I didn't didn't twig. Hang on, I'm going to have to freaking open that up now. Okay. Uh, do we... it was about one o five. I'm watching the TV version just to double check. I don't know if you can hear that in it. I can't hear it. Okay, she's under the door, she opens the door, phone's there, she screams, and walks across. Cuts to the wall. No, it's not on the TV version either. So we've literally found another <laughs> three seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now yeah, we're going to have to add that to the extended version that we already have. <laughs> yeah. You have to edit it again. Yeah. I, I, I haven't sent it to you because I've not looked at it yet. I want to make sure that it's not terribly badly done before I uh, send it across to you. Yeah. But there you go. So then we've got another little bit. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. How did they get that, I wonder? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, weird. Hmm. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's cool though. Yeah, it might me wonder if there's any other little shots in the TV, or have you, or have you like studied the TV version? As far as I know, the TV. No, I, I know it. I know it. That if I see something different, you know, when we watched it, I'm like, that's new. That's new. That's new. Um, yeah. This was the first time I've gone. Hmm. Because I, I looked at it and thought that looks different, and I thought. Perhaps it's because I'm watching it on a full screen version again, because sometimes that's a little bit deceiving, you know, because the frames opened up. And mm. then um, I was like, hey, I don't know, this, that's, I did have to go, I had to run it by the movie to just double check, and I'm like, bloody hell, it's a, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new shot. Which is not in that, which isn't in the movie at all. It literally goes from Aye. the, you know, the door opening, then her backing off, yeah. and then it basically goes, it's a, it's a shot of her screaming, and then it's a shot of the, the clown doll pouncing on her. And in this version, we've got the clown doll through the door, then it's a wide shot of him creeping across the room to her, and then... Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? I guess because that, that, that documentary was 1984. Yeah. It says again, so it's got to be pre-release footage, isn't it? This is pre-release, so, I mean, yeah. I don't know... I mean, they probably just said, have you got some some clips that we can yeah, use. This is what we're working on. Yeah, this is what we're working on at the moment. Perhaps. You know what makes me think that perhaps it was... Uh, you know, we spoke about... Um, oh, I'm prob- I, thought, I hope I'm recording this because if I, cause I'm going to use it. You know, a little <laughs> while ago, we spoke about the Cannes um, promo reel. Oh, yeah, the 20-minute reel or whatever it is. Perhaps yeah. some of this stuff was in the, with the promo reel. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it could be. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. So that probably means more. <laughs> well, yeah, well, perhaps, I don't know, but, you know, it's probably stuff like this that's in there. So that's, uh, yeah. very cool. So there you go. I'll have to, yeah. I'll send it across to Luca and see if he can tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but hey, Luca, guess what we found? He'll be like, yeah, what? Uh, it's like, dude, it's like an extra three seconds. 
That's crazy. Aren't you glad you accepted my friend request? <laughs> there you go. But I was really excited. I'm like, oh my god, there is actually stuff there. So there we go. I did go through the rest of the stuff in that documentary to yeah. double check as well. Because um, the little the shot under the bed, uh, it's no different. They just they've just cut it slightly. They've cut it off the end off. But it, okay. made, it threw me. So I did, I did uh, compare each little shot um, with the movie foot version. And uh, yeah, there we go. Wow. New stuff. New stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think you could, I, I, I did watch it and I thought it looked a bit different. I thought oh, it's because it's all grainy and fuzzy. Yeah. It always throws you, doesn't it? When, um, yeah, yeah. when it's a uh, bad quality. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. That's cool, eh? That's yeah. good. I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it to him. I'm going to go have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got something to talk about on a, fr- well, I'll tell on you what, we might as well do it Friday on. after Aaron, right? Yeah, might as well, yep. Do the wrap after Aaron? Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be cool. You still wait. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's a seven, so. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be finished by eight, and then we can do the wrap, and then yeah. and then go to bed. <laughs> Excellent. All right, there we go. There you go. Good news. I'll yeah, tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what Lucas says. Cool. Maybe me just wonder what other 1984 documentaries there might be with footage. <laughs> What's well, funny actually, because that, that documentary, um, yeah. the the shots of uh, John Beekler in it. Showing how he designed yeah. and uh, articulates the troll puppet. Before, I've seen that before in another documentary. So yeah, I mean, you know, it could be oh, something. Really another documentary. I've seen oh, another okay. documentary. Yeah, I forget what one it's called. Uh, oh, if you go, yeah. if you go on the IMDb and look at John Beekler itself, I'm sure it's got a list of the documentaries like that. He's he's um he's been oh, okay. in, and he's, yeah, he's yeah. Called, I think one of them's called Monster Man or something. But um okay. um yeah, I've seen that before. So. Okay. You never know. I'm going to have to yeah, go through these. Posted, I've posted that clip on Little once before, and you've posted it before. Mm, I, I think I had it, it on... I, I, like, I uploaded oh, it to YouTube, I think, or something. When when okay. Google's Movies was there, before I, you know, yeah, yeah. started hiding. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I was, I was just searching... Um, Ghoulies, I could always do on my, on my horror website, and I thought, oh, if, I, if, I, if there's anything different, if I search in description as well, and that came up, and yeah. I was like, oh... And I read the description and the guy was like, oh yeah, never before, uh, f- footage of Ghoulies behind the scenes. I've never seen anywhere else. I was like, what? That can't be right. Well, to be fair, the, the, yeah, I mean, the, the end scene <laughs> is. Oh yeah, yeah, I've never seen that before. No, but I don't know if that's like a close up from Ghoulies or if that's a close up from, like, it might have been if they went to John Beekler's shop and they said, oh, do you want to, yeah, you know, it says in the credits, doesn't it? End credits, courtesy of MMI. Oh, okay. So there you go then, yeah. Because um, there, there was uh, I didn't show the very. I know you've watched it, haven't you? But there's it starts off with uh, the the creature he created in um, Hard Rock Zombies, bizarrely. I guess that was around the same year. That must be about eighty four ish. Yeah. That first creature in the credits is Hard Rock Zombies. Then it goes to Cellar Dweller, doesn't it? And then it goes to Ghoulies. So yeah, random. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm watching it over and over again because it keeps replaying. As I'm sending it, when I send it to you, yeah. it, it just re, it just loops, and the same thing's happening as I'm sending it to Luca. So I'm like, I'm just seeing the shot over and It's beautiful. <laughs> Who's the um the the, the the cinematographer? What's his name? It's Mac Alberg. That's it, Mac Alberg. Yeah. Oh, no. It's good. You got all oh, the lighting. And, you know the the, the shadows <laughs> and the way this things. That. I mean, so it's why, actually, did they, why did they cut it out? Why did they cut it out? I don't know, but again, Charlie does tend to cut <laughs> these kind of things out. 
I mean, because as it stands, you've got a shot of, um, you've got a shot of him at the, the, the clown at the door. And then he approaches, yeah. uh, Robin. And then suddenly, there you go. Then suddenly, um, he's on her on the wall. Yeah. So technically, now you're going to watch it. When you watch it next time, you're going to go, God, he got over there quick. Because essentially, he's walked <laughs> all the way across the room, and he's just, it's almost like yeah. he's teleported. When you add this little shot in, um, you can, you know, you obviously see him from go from spot A to spot B, which makes yeah. far more sense. I'm trying to figure out if that's a child or a little person in it. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think Lucas said, um, it was more than likely, um, you know, he'd have thought, he'd have thought he'd have got like Peter Rish or something to do it, or maybe. Yeah. I don't know though. It doesn't, it looks like a, um, it looks like a child. Mm. But I think someone would remember if they had a child on set, right? Yeah, he would have thought so. That's very bizarre. Anyway, I worry that we probably would never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, he's just seen it. Let's see if he, let's see if he responds. I'm, I'm definitely going to put this in the episode now because, uh, <laughs> because, um, it's like a live. What does Luca Bercovici think? Okay, here we go. What does Luca Bercovici think of this new three second shot of the clown doll in Ghoulies? Let's see what he puts. <laughs> You're probably, oh, okay. He's now typing. Luca Bocovici oh is now typing. <laughs> <laughs> it says, leave me alone. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now he's just, wow, crazy, Graham. And he's probably, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, there's a comma. It doesn't mean I'm crazy. It means crazy, Graham. He's like, wow, crazy, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, well, um, there we go. Anyway, he's happy. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> anyway, there we go. I'm happy. Cool. You're happy. Luca's yeah, yeah, happy. <laughs> I'm still bothering with this stuff. And uh, well, crazy, <laughs> well, crazy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm happy. That's good. I like the fact we're still finding this. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where was the footage found? What, what was it called? It's under the bed, it's in the closet or something. Something like that, yeah, let me just close the it. <laughs> it's under the bed, it's in the closet. Is that it? Uh, it just doesn't exist. No? Sorry, I've got it here. That is, I'm sure that's what it's called there. Yeah, I've some on the laptops, so I haven't got the video files. I think I just there. got rid of it. It's in the closet, it's under the bed. That's what it's called. There we go. It's in the closet. It's under the bed. So yeah, I, I might check out YouTube. <laughs> so there we go. We've got a, uh, we've got extra three, an extra three seconds. Is yeah. it about three seconds? Let's say. And um, if only, so what? Add that to the extra. What was it twelve minutes from the mm-hmm. TV show? The, the TV yeah. version. Twelve minutes, three seconds of Ghoulies. You know, this mm-hmm. stuff still, still, still popping up. I'm kind of curious. You know what though? Seeing as that was an alternate shot, I'm kind of curious as to how much there must have been coverage. There must have been more coverage than that one shot, and there might be yeah. stuff pops up. I bet it's in bloody Charlie Band's basement or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's got the cans reel somewhere. I reckon so. Someone must have it, unless it's... 20-minute cans reel, that's what I'd like to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the 20-minute yeah. cans reel. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they... Must exist somewhere. I think it probably does somewhere. <laughs> In Charlie's basement. Yeah. Um, the funny, actually, what I'm curious though, what's the deal with getting stuff like this out in the world? I mean, I know I was speaking to a, um, a label about putting the, uh, the the extended version out, and unfortunately, they're um, mm-hmm. they're um, what do you call it? They're basically <laughs> they've got the rights to Ghoulies. They're, the right option was running out, so they didn't have time yep. to get it out. But you know, anyone listening who's got a, a, a label and wants to release Ghoulies, um, <laughs> we'll give you everything we've got. <laughs> Uh, you know, footage-wise. And uh, that's mm-hmm. why, in the sense, you don't really want to put this stuff on YouTube. Because as soon as it's on YouTube, there's no um, incentive to buy a Blu-ray. Yeah. And not that we'd make any money off it. I just want to get it out mm-hmm. in the world. But it's it would be, I'm like, I, you know, it means so much more to actually have to be able to hold something in your hand and go, oh, look, I've got this extended cut. Like the Goonies yeah. 2 R-rated version that NSM released, you know? Mm-hmm. Manny, just get it. Just get it out. Okay, fine. Right. We've done enough on that. Um, who um, have we got as our guest this week, Paul? We have Dustin Fallon of horrorandsons.com. Dot com. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, because uh, obviously this week you um, you uh, went stag on the uh, interview yep. with, with, uh, with Dustin <laughs> just because, you know, you're both Winorski aficionados and I'm not. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's no point, in, you know, I was there, you know, cramping your style as I usually do. So mm. what, do you want to introduce Dustin and tell us a bit about him and how you know him? Because you've got a little, you, you've met, you've got a history. Yeah, yeah, we've got history. <laughs> Funny enough, we met ten years ago. It, exactly, pretty much exactly, May two thousand eleven. We first met in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, that's where um, a, uh, 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 Ash uh, wants to retire. Yes, to Ash he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on the, the Ghoulies podcast, but we met at a Critters reunion. <laughs> 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 it was a critters reunion at a convention yeah. very cool convention um yeah we just met there kind of hit it off and kind of, yeah the kind of the rest is history you know became friends on facebook and uh i've been back to florida almost every year since and uh seen dustin quite a few times through the years I haven't seen him in a, in probably two to three years now actually because just because of Things going on in the world. Yeah, we don't um, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, my last trip to Florida um, uh, was a very short one, so I didn't get a chance to go see Dustin. But um, yeah, we've seen each other many, many times over the years. Obviously, we keep in touch a lot on Facebook and on his website. Yeah, don't neglect to um, mention that you've written um, articles for this website, which are still up and yeah, very yeah, good he and, does, and he available does a, to read. Anyone who's interested. Yeah, I mean, he does. He does like the best reviews himself. Like you know, loads of real cool horror stuff. But um, he opens it up to everyone each Halloween um, for the Halloween horrors. Um, and um, yeah, for, uh, last many years, many years now, I've been, I've done one every year for him as have a lot of people from other sort of websites, places online. So um, yeah, it's very you cool. You did Ghoulies go to college, didn't you? I did do Ghoulies go to college. Um, I've also done fish, a fish Ghoulie review as well, like a why I love fish really? Ghoulie. Really? Not yeah. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> um, so I've, I've always, I've always, a lot of mine have always been. Is it sexual? 
ghoulies or critters or anything like that fiends you'd have to read them anyway. <laughs> 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna go read it but, uh yeah it's very very good he's got a very good website horrorinsides.com he's, he's got a facebook page everything and he's done he's done loads of reviews and stuff um he's been nominated for the rondo hatton awards um at least two years in a row now so yeah he's, he's doing a lot of stuff right and uh yeah cool. wow it's quite a sort of prestigious horror awards they do each year. Yeah. Um, and they, they do it on websites. There's, there's a podcasters on there, funny mm-hmm. enough. So, yeah, we might be on there next year. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I hope I'm pronouncing Rondo Hatton correctly. I don't. Cause, yeah. um, yeah, he, he was a, um, he was like a, a famous horror actor mm. kind of from the sort of forties. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so he did a lot of horror films back then. Um, so yeah, they named these awards after him, and yeah, it's kind of it's a it's, it's a big deal if you Google it. It's a big deal. So yeah. Well, I haven't listened to this yet. <laughs> no. So nothing I need to know, right? It's it's you know, is there any explanations of anything that you guys talk about? Is a uh, is a uh, is nothing? Oh, well, you have to listen and find out. Well, I am going to listen. I'm going to listen there. before I edit this, and then. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but still, I'm just curious as to whether or not I need a heads up for anything, or anything that needs to be mentioned beforehand, or an explanation no, just, that you maybe spoke to something and didn't explain it. But you know, I'm just happy. You were drunk when you said you were drunk. Enough. No, no, I'm just happy you put enough trust in me to do this before you've listened to it. So yeah, yeah I have. Yeah, I trust you, Paul. I think you're, you know, great. I'm looking forward to listening to myself. Uh, so there we yeah. go. Um, uh, what's it? Ghoulies Four retrospective. With Paul and yes. uh, Mr. Dustin Fallon. So, Ghoulies 4. Here we go. So, <laughs> well, how did you discover the Ghoulies franchise as well as part four? How did you? Um, I, I first discovered the franchise, I think, probably like most of us, um, seeing the commercials and the advertisements and the trailers at the theater and on TV when the film was first coming out. Yeah. Um, but I never actually saw it in the theater. If it played in my hometown, I could not tell you. <laughs> it, it, it was there maybe like one week and gone, because I guarantee I would have gone to see it. Yeah. Okay. And how about all the various sequels? Um, well, let's see. Uh, first, the first one I did find when it finally hit video, um, part two probably would have been, I don't know if it would have been video or HBO. I don't know if those were around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, two was, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed the first one. I watched it a few times after it came out, but two just absolutely hit me. And it was one of those where every time it was on TV, I would stop to watch it and it didn't matter what else was going on. <laughs> Um, part three, I think I discovered right when it hit video here in the U S uh, what was that? 91. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was made in 89 and in 1990 it released in the UK and I think it was 91 in America. Yeah. We got yeah. it before you somehow. Yeah. I knew that, but I didn't know it sat that long. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was on the whole Vestron. Is it Vestron? Was it Ben? I was getting, was it Vestron when they went bust? It kind of. It was going to get a cinema release at one point, so... Oh, okay. Then the studio ran into trouble, it sat on the shelf, and then went straight to video, unfortunately. 
Yeah. Yeah. And even then it was one of those where like, I heard nothing about it. I knew, saw no promos. I just happened to be in the video store one day and saw the case. And it was like, what the hell is this? Okay. And and then honestly, after I rented it that one time, I never saw it again for until what the DVDs came out a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just disappeared completely for me. Yeah. Um, and then finally, part four, I don't think I even knew it existed until sometime in the mid 2000s. Um, I just wow. had some across a DVD one day and I'm like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I immediately bought it. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I mean, part, part four for me, um, I remember spotting it in Blockbuster Video in uh, Salisbury in the UK. Um, and again, that's the first I, I knew of it, and it was like I was like, "What? There's a Goonies four, mm-hmm. um, and it's just bizarre because in, in the UK it, it was released by Warner Brothers as well, and so it was like it was like a you know looked like a legit it, it was a legit release, but it came in like a nice big Warner Brothers big box wow. UK VHS release. And I was like, "Wow, Warner Brothers have released Goonies four and I was like, I just didn't know anything about it. I, I don't remember seeing a review for it or any upcoming news on it or anything. It was just there. So um, I remember buying it there and then. It was an ex-rental in, the, in like their in their video bins they used to put out in the front of the store. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's how I came first came across Goody's Four. I think um, around that was I think ninety four when that one came out. I'm not sure when it hit VHS uh, yeah. here, but I know in the small town that I was living in at that time, uh, by ninety four ninety five, the blockbuster had come in and started killing out a lot of these small mom and pops. Yeah. So the chances of seeing it in the small town where I grew up uh, were pretty slim. Yeah. But then again, there was, um, you know, when the mom and pops were open, there were really some crazy stuff that I, you know, surprised that we had <laughs> these stores in <laughs> town. Who knows? Maybe we would have had this one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, well, I think for me in the UK, Blockbuster is pretty much my only chance of seeing a Ghoulies films. Uh, apart from the first one, actually, that was in a little corner shop in my village in like a little, as a news agent that had a video section. Um, we didn't have much choice around where I live, so Blockbuster was well, was kind of the saviour for me because they had loads of stuff on the shelf. Um, um, it's, to some degree, it kind of was um, for me because, like I said, I grew up in two different small towns, and you know, like so, we had one or two uh, gas station type places that would rent, and they didn't have the hugest selection. Luckily, like I said, they would have some crazy stuff every once in a while, but like yeah. you better want to watch them more than you know two or three times because that's <laughs> so released. Like I said, released in nineteen ninety four, uh, straight to video. Um, and this was directed by Jim Wynorski. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, well, I know we're both big fans of Jim Wynorski. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's done a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff over, you know, through the years. Um, probably favorites of mine, if I had to choose, um, I'd probably go Chopping Mole, mm-hmm. Death Stalker, yeah. Death, Death Stalker 2, and probably Return of Swamp Thing. That's what I was waiting for from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love him. He's a, he's a, he's a great director. Um, he's done yeah. he's done a lot of really fun stuff. Um, that's exactly what you said right there. Um, I, his stuff is fun. I don't think he's trying to do art. I don't think he's trying to do any highbrow entertainment. He's just trying to make a fun ninety yeah. minute, actually eighty minute film. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eighty four minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. As yeah. Post, he delivers the goods. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm proud of him, too. Uh, and obviously, a lot of his films featured uh, babes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like scantily clad babes, which is always a, a plus for me back in, well, still now, obviously, but back in the 90s, especially when I was a you know, teenager. Oh, definitely, yes. Um, so, yeah, I was, it was a bit like uh, Charles Band, like, just before that, I used to hunt down videos. Anything with the name Charles Brand on the front, I knew I was going to love it. And uh, Jim Wynorski was another one. If I could find his name on the cover of the of the video box, I knew it was going to be a film I'd enjoy. Well, uh, same with uh, Fred Olin Ray. It was yeah. made the same type of films. You knew exactly what you were going to get, and most of the time, it was you know exactly just that. Exactly, yeah. And got mentioned Dinosaur Island, which they both directed. <laughs> Probably an all time favorite. I, there's a, another reference to that movie that I'm sure we'll be making later on. At least one one actress appears in this film. Yep, and um, yeah, that was a film that I tried. Took me a long time to actually watch. I remember the first time I ever saw, found out about Down to Dinosaur Island was uh, it was in a, I think it was uh, Cine Fantastique, mm-hmm. French magazine. Um, I was on a I think I was on a French trip with the college or the school. And I bought the magazine, and there's pictures of it in there, and I was like, "Wow, this looks amazing!" And I'm, I don't think it ever got a release in the UK on video, so I never saw it, and never, never saw it. Um, and I think actually, still to this day, it's never been released in the UK. I'm really? certain it hasn't. Yeah. Um, obviously, the dawn of the internet, everything, and you can you can get it on DVD and everything, and uh, uh, and that's on online as well. So, but yeah, it took me a long, long time to to finally watch that film. I think the first time I ever saw it is when my internet was good enough to be able to download films, and I came across it, which right in itself was probably a long time ago now. <laughs> um, um, I guess for us here, it was actually the complete opposite. That movie was on late night Cinemax. I think it was so many nights that I couldn't actually, I couldn't help but watch it. Um, there was also around the time that, you know, I would start going out late with my friends on weekends and stuff. So by the time I'd stumble in at like one, two o'clock at night, it would be starting on Cinemax and usually be what I watched as I was falling asleep. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. We didn't get anything like that in the UK. We had like, back in the 90s, we had like four channels, about five channels, and that was about it. You'd have to, you'd have, you could subscribe and get satellite TV, but I, I, I could never afford that back in the day. So we, we were pretty stuck. <laughs> so yeah, the great Jim Wynorski. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was written by Mark Sevy. Oh. Yeah, I hope I'm getting, getting the pronunciations right. That's Ronnie right. Graham just uh, correct me on everything. Um, his um, catalog of films, is, I mean, th- this man just did a ton of sequels. Yeah, yeah, all part twos as well, isn't it? He, did, he uh, loves doing part sequels. Two, yes. Part twos, yeah. <laughs> um, um, too Fast Getaway, to Scanner Cop, to Dream a Little Dream, to <laughs> he had the sequels covered. Yeah, and there's a bit of a link there from Goody's of Scanner Cop 2. And uh, isn't there, I think there's like a reference to the uh, Relentless films too. Yes, in the movie. Yeah. There is, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's, a, there's an in-joke, there's a bit of an in-joke later on in the film, isn't there? Oh, uh, there's, I think, tons of in-jokes. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I, obviously, actually rewatching it earlier before this, or even prepping for the show and stuff. I mean, I'd watched the film a few times, and some of them, I guess, you know, watching more films throughout the years, I guarantee I did not get most of these jokes the first time. <laughs> no, no, definitely not for me. Definitely not. There's, a, yeah, like I said, there's a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Scanner Cop Two. There's a bit of a Ghoulies link there because that starred Evan McKenzie. Oh, okay. Skip Carter from Goolies Go to College. So, yeah, nice little link to Goolies. We always seem to find links to other Goolies films in the credits of, in, you know, other people's work who've worked I, on the films. So. I think probably all horror fans tend to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, this person was in this who was also in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like one of our little works, but we all seem to love it. <laughs> and I've also put their music by Chuck Serino. Yeah. I hope I said that right. Um, I've never been 100% certain either, but honestly, I think that's one of the stronger points of the movie is that some of the music's really quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love Chuck's stuff. I mean, he, he's done, yeah. I'm sure he's done the music for every single Jim Wynorski film, it, it seems like. Uh, so they obviously work very well together. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I love his music. It's like a real sort of upbeat tunes. Um, and obviously, he's done loads of stuff. Dinosaur Island again, Evil Tunes. Another mm-hmm. great film, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely the music does uplift this one. I don't, and like you said, do you feel the same? Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely think it adds a lot to this film. Um, and, and certain times, it actually makes it seem like a bigger budgeted production. It actually is. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely do think it's one of the stronger points of the film. Definitely. Okay, so moving on to this, we'll, we'll do like the top cast. Obviously, we're not going to do every single name unless you want to. If there's anyone you want to mention, go for no, it. No, go for it. Obviously, Peter Liapis. Yeah, he's the uh, one I've known how to pronounce. Yeah, Liapis or Liapis. <laughs> uh, obviously, he returns as Jonathan Graves mm-hmm. um, from the original Ghoulies. Um, and it's kind of hard if you go on IMDb, there's not really much else he's done. Um, it was, like he's done some writing, but I haven't seen him really in anything else other than these films. Nothing I yeah. can think. He's kind of left the limelight a bit. Um, yeah. I, know, I know Graham, I think, briefly got to interview him for his first book that came out. Um, and I think we've been trying and trying for the, for this show, but he's, he's just disappeared off the face of gotcha. the earth, I think for now. Um, and, but it wasn't until Graham told me that he had a cameo in, uh, in Wishmaster. Oh, okay. And he looked very different. He had like a beard and a mustache and everything. So you can, I can't even tell it was him, but yeah, he had a very brief cameo in Wishmaster along with a lot of other. In this film, than from the first police film. And I mean, even then it's only what, nine, 10 years, but he looks just like a drastically different person. Yeah. 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 He's kind of got a little bit older, but he's like, yeah, uh, he has a little bulk. He's like, he's bulked up a bit. He's like a bit muscly. He looks a little more muscly. In this yeah. One. He definitely built up. Yeah. So we've got, then we've got Barbara Allen Woods as Kate. Yeah. Um, so she's actually, done, I got a lot of good stuff on her IMDb and she's still doing a lot of stuff now. So interestingly to me, She's going to be in the new Chucky TV show, the new oh. TV series of Child's Play, Chucky. Um, and she's obviously famous for being in stuff like One Tree Hill. That's um, the one, one of those teen dramas. I can yeah. And she's even been in, uh, I think, several episodes of The Goldbergs, which I, I, I enjoy watching. So, um, yeah, she's she's very current. And obviously, it'll be interesting yeah. to see in the new Chucky series when it arrives. 
it's always kind of fun to see people, you know, continue to progress past these little small roles and go back and see what they started at. So yeah. that's good for her. <laughs> uh, next up, Stacy Randall as Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she did a lot of stuff uh, with Full Moon, so she was in Trances Four and Five, yep. uh, Puppet Master Four, and she even popped up in From Dust Till Dawn Part Two. And I'm sure there's more titles that I'm not thinking of, but I, yeah, I definitely remember seeing her name a lot on a lot of the, uh, if you will, straight to video or B movie stuff yeah. from the late 90s. Yeah, definitely. And I can't pronounce this next one. Raquel Krell? <laughs> I think Raquel. Raquel, Raquel Krell, yeah, as uh, Janine. So she didn't have many movie roles, according to IMDb. She was in The Rock, apparently. Um, but she's now a photographer. Oh, okay. Uh, looking a bit online. Um, and she seems to have her own photography business in LA. And from the pictures I found, she looks very different to what she did in this film. So, yeah. I was seeing probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she probably shied away from it and didn't agree with her. Uh, so, and again, I can't pronounce this next name, but I'll try. Bobby D. Kiko? Siko? Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Um, uh, Bobby D. We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he plays he plays Scotty. He's uh, Jonathan Graves' uh, partner, uh, police partner. Yes. Um, and he was he's been in Murder She Wrote, and he was also a Maniac Cop Three. Quite interestingly. I, somehow that doesn't surprise me because I mean, wasn't uh, Relentless originally a, a Cohen film? I want to say it was. I okay. think that's there's a so link there. I'm sure there's probably multiple connections yeah. between both <laughs> <laughs> um, Last two cast members I've got down here uh, are the Ghoulies themselves. So Tony Cox as Dark Ghoulie. Yep. Um, he's obviously very well known now for Bad Santa 1 and 2. Yep. Uh, also Friday as well. Um, and he, he, I mean, amongst a lot of stuff, he was in uh, Leprechaun 2 as well. But I guess everyone knows him for Bad Santa. I want to say he was in Willow also, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Oh, quite possibly. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think he could well have been, yeah. Well, because, unfor- yeah, unfortunately, they didn't use a lot of those actors, so they kind of got typecast. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to remember if, um, if it was mentioned in our episode we did earlier, I can't remember. No, yeah, quite possibly it was in Willow. Um, and then we had Light Ghoulie, which was played by Arturo Gill, um, who probably my favourite role of his was Windy from the Garbage Pail Kids movie. um and he's also stationed out of bill and ted's bogus journey and i and and i think he reprised that in um uh the latest one which i completely forget the name of so the new bill and ted film but um yeah windy in garbage pill kids (laughs) so obviously uh he would be he would have been there with uh, phil from the car as well um so yeah i've got a feeling phil might have mentioned both of them in, in the interview we did with him possibly but yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. That that seems fun too. Uh, just the fact that you even got to interview him is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. We loved having him on. He was he was a lot of fun and very very knowledgeable as well, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Goody's four. Let me just run down the plot. So this is this is the plot taken from the Echo Bridge DVD release, the US release. 
I think that was the first time I saw it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so here we go. While in pursuit of, of Copter and from Graves, his demonic nemesis, Faust, sends his disciple Alexandra to hunt down the amulet that will set him free. Meanwhile, the ghoulies find their way through an open porthole onto the streets of L.A., creating madness and mayhem as they search for a way to get back home. As the body count rises, it becomes an ultimate battle between a demonic killer, a rule-breaking cop, and our favorite creatures from the Neverworld. Well, you, for the most part. Do you think that's accurate? <laughs> uh, except for maybe that very last line. Creatures from the Netherworld. Uh, our favorite. Our oh, favorite. <laughs> yeah, because these are not the ghoulies I know. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> well, uh, also, I would say as the body count rises, um, there's not really many deaths in this film, is there? Uh, well, there's quite a few. I mean, she, 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 uh, what's her name? Alexandra takes out quite a few people, but. Oh, yeah, the, the guards, like, I guess. Particularly, yeah, guards and, like, the, uh, the oh gosh, I'm blanking the two honeymoon characters. Um, oh, the sewage workers. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So there's stuff like that. A lot of off camera, a lot of broken necks and stuff like that. But as yeah. far as the, the ghoulies themselves, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There's. I know some people argue, are they really ghoulies? But um, yeah, I guess they are. Just uh, because I've, some people obviously you can compare them to. Um, uh, I completely forgot the names from the original Ghoulies. Um, well, oh, gosh. okay, yeah, I know. Greedle uh, Gut Gre and Gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I guess maybe they're kind of like kin to them. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, yeah, there's the solid argument that they're not the Ghoulies that, you know, everybody got to know and love with the first three films, but they do say that they are from the same world or same dimension. So I guess that's enough to say that, okay, they can technically still be ghoulies. I guess any creature from that world or dimension yeah. classifies a ghoulie. Mm -hmm. um, it's still a stretch, but okay. Uh, I'm willing yeah. to accept it. Yeah. So I, th I, th I think when I first saw the film, I'm kind of jumping ahead a bit, but yeah, I, I thought, oh, that's, that's the new version of sort of grizzle and greedy gut. Right. But then you kind of realize, no, this is actually, this is actually the Goonies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so Goonies 4, what did I like about Goonies 4? So I'll, I'll do my bit first. Obviously I'll, sure. I'll, I'll let you talk through your stuff. Sure. Um, so what I liked, uh, I loved the cartoon humor and effects. So obviously it's a, it's a little bit of a Jim Wynorski thing, isn't it? When he does a comedy. Yes. Um, but this one seems to be particularly cartoony. I mean, you've got like, for instance, you know, the shootout, the shootouts, there's two shootouts in the, in the, in the grocery stores, you know, when, when they, when he fires their shotguns or their guns, there's like the explosions. I don't know if you noticed on the, uh, on the, um, on like the, the backgrounds and stuff, it like, it does a cartoon explosion. Mm -hmm. so like when they shoots all the crisp packets and like the, you know, the groceries and stuff, it's all like, it explodes where it's got like triangles coming out of it and stuff. And especially when the ghoulies shoot through the roof of his car with the shotgun, like the explosion, the, the shape that's left is just like giant triangles of metal, you know, just like you would see in sort of like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I, I think was great. It was funny. Uh, and then there's obviously, uh, and there's a bit when Kate, when she has to get a sacrifice for, for Faust, the main guy, when she's down the alleyway and she, she runs off 
and then you hear a commotion as she grabs someone and then all the stuff comes flying yes into screen of like the, you know the cardboard boxes and the rubbish just exactly like you'd see in a looney tunes cartoon so they really went for a, a looney tunes style oh, i think so uh, yeah which i thought you know it was really funny maybe on the first time watching i didn't get it but for all the wee watches you, you really kind of I, I really kind of appreciate it um and you get the dizzy noises when they bang their heads. You know, in fact, they get bang their heads, you get the dizzy noises. And there's the scene of the janitor as well, when they're trying to get the keys to Jonathan's apartment. Yeah. And, you know, they end up taking his clothes off um, just to get the keys from him. And then you see a scene later when he walks out and he's just got his pants, you know, his pants on, his boxer shorts on. And it's just like, you know, what, why do they do that? But it's funny. Uh, and, and saying that, well, no, that's, that's not really... But, um, yeah, because crazy, and and you even see Jonathan's bum at one point. Right. You know, the, the, when he when he's in the hospital, and it just it just starts off you know, close up on his bum. You know, why would they do that? It's just it's just sure silly. He walks in with that. I knew there was something I missed about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all the Zanny stuff I liked. Um, obviously, I really liked the fact that it was a direct sequel to the first film. Um, so obviously, it kind of kind of ignores Ghoulies 2 and 3 but to, to be able to go back to the very first film and see a returning character from the first film I thought was really really exciting um, you know to see Jonathan Graves back um, and to see what's happened to him and what he's doing now I just thought that was really exciting um, so yeah it's great to, to be a, a direct sequel probably yeah, well, it is the only direct sequel in the series so far uh, I would um, think so yeah, so I thought that was great. Uh, and I know we've mentioned already, but I thought the soundtrack was very good um, mm-hmm. from Chuck. Uh, just the real, I just love his music anyway, but it's just real, again, it really fitted in with the cartoon style, the comedy, you know, the real sort of, I don't know how you say it, but it's the real upbeat mm-hmm. music that he does, sort of like piano keys, whatever it is. It just sounds really good. Um, and of course, being a Jim Wynorski film, you've got like the signature babes in it. So you've got the, you've got Alexandra is just smoking hot as the villain. You know, she's got the latex on, you know, the latex outfit. Yes. Um, she's just smoking it's, it. You know, you've got tape and glue and, and yeah. just how much piece <laughs> is used to keep that in place. <laughs> um, she's fighting and flipping and just rolling all over. And I knew that I had to come loose. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's, you know, that must have spent, they must have spent a lot of money on tape. Or oh. special effects just to keep that together. Or the <laughs> editing where they just cut out all the new scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many babes in it. You've got, it, it, even, I don't know if you noticed, but um, even in the background scenes, mm-hmm. there's like a, a nice girl walking by. So like when, uh, right at the start of the film, when they're sat in the car. In the big um, cardboard cutout of the model standing in the background. Yeah. So yeah, they they definitely put the women front. And yeah, yeah. I mean, and every time you know when the police are interviewing people after the shootouts, there's always a, a girl or two there, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just crazy. It's just definitely a Wynorski thing. It's, it also seems quite sexist, to be fair, but it's I guess it's eye candy. I mean, I guess it, there's a uh, solid argument that it is, but at the same time, I mean. Let's face it, I think, you know, his target audience was male, so he knew yeah. who he was trying to sell the movie to. And it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, yeah, it's going to the whole babe thing. You've got Jonathan's girlfriend spends a lot of time in her underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, like, like I said, they're, they're literally littered everywhere. Um, and you've got, obviously, his girlfriend's a prostitute. There's a bit of a prostitute theme as well, to be fair. His girlfriend is a prostitute. Um, there's the ghoulies save a prostitute when she's about to get mugged. Uh, and there's even the prostitute gag. Actually, there's two. There's a there's prostitute gag when they hitch a ride. Yes. <laughs> um, which is which is probably the, probably my funniest bit in the film, that scene. I thought that was really funny and clever. Uh, and very bizarrely, there's with the same prostitute and the guy in the car in the in that truck, mm-hmm. there's the really bizarre scene where um Jonathan and um Raquel are talking in the car. Uh, sorry, Raquel, Janine are talking in the car, aren't they? And um the prostitute throws the condom out of the door, out of the window, and it, and it, land, it goes through the hole that the ghoulies had shot on the top of the car, and it lands in the lap. Yeah, and it's just like that's just a real WTF scene. But I guess yes. early nineties, it was you know funny. But um, yeah, yeah, it was just it was just so silly, so silly and stupid. Like, you know, almost embarrassed to laugh at it, but I laughed at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've laughed it worse. Yeah. <laughs> So um, that's 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 all the things that's the things I listed that I thought I really liked about the film. Yeah. So how, how about yourself? Um, honestly, when I first watched the film, I think those are the same things that kind of turned me off because I wasn't expecting it to be um, another comedy. I mean, I was yeah. fine with that with uh, Ghoulies Go to College. I was okay with it. Um, just because there were some comedic elements in, in part two and it seemed like a natural progression. Um, but yeah, this one here, I just wasn't really expecting it to be as much as it was. So it kind of turned me off a little bit just because I didn't know what to make of it. Um, yeah. The more I've watched it, I still don't think it's a great film, but there are certain things I have learned to appreciate about it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like we both agreed, I think the music is really good. Yeah. Um, Especially, I think even the Steve of oh, the title credits when you have the little swirl in the background, it, that part actually <laughs> looks really low budget, but the music actually kind of you know improves that sequence yeah, yeah. better than it should be. <laughs> um, one thing I said to you before we even got on is realistically, it's it's a ballsy movie. It takes some real chances with a well known franchise that could have, yeah. and I'm sure did alienate a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said, I kind of admire that, you know, it, it went so against the grain that it decided to do some different things. Yeah. Um, not, not all of them worked, but at the same time, like, you know, they went for it. Um, I think at the same time too, um, I, I think they kind of knew that their target audience was this younger, I don't want to necessarily say kid, maybe like teen and young adults who had grown up with the series and did want a couple more, you know, adult jokes as they were getting older, did want more eye candy, but of course still wanted, you know, the same goalies that they grew up in love. They didn't quite get that part. Um, there's, like I said, there's some things about it that I do like. Um, definitely the eye candy. I do like yep. that. They, like you said, it, it does feel like a direct sequel to the first film. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially rewatching it now, these last few times, I I feel like I maybe understand it better. Yeah. I have a theory of it because when I first watched it, um, I think like a lot of people, it's like, well, hold up. How did this guy suddenly go from being the Jonathan in the first film to 
a, a hard nosed veteran detective who's <laughs> obviously been on the you know the yeah. beach years. Um, so that part didn't quite add up to me at first. Um, as I've watched it a few more times, I've now kind of developed this theory that well, hang on, this is not the same Jonathan from the first film. I actually think Jonathan from the first film is the one who became Faust. Okay. And that this Jonathan is like a Jonathan from an alternate reality, alternate world. Yeah. Because there's one point where um, when the ghoulies in part four first see um, Jonathan, the cop, they're like, hey, that's the bad dude from our world. Yeah. So I think maybe they, you know, mistook him for Faust and it would make sense. Okay, well, if the ghoulies knew that Jonathan from the first film, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe he just stayed evil and he became this new, new, new Satan, if you will. Um, So in that sense, when I think about it that way, it's like, well, hell, there's a whole backstory there I want to see. Yeah, yeah. That guy, and also all right, I want to know what happened. This this Jonathan who became the cop because there's obviously a whole past with uh, what is it, Alexandra? Is that mm-hmm. that okay? There's a whole story there. What happened there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you kind of needed some of the stuff. I was going to say what I didn't like about the film there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, well, uh, the biggest the biggest shock or the the one thing that turned me off the film when it first released was obviously the ghoulies aren't puppets mm-hmm. uh, that was the one the, the biggest thing so it's kind of hard seeing the original guy from the first film but the ghoulies were actually people in costume kind of really put me off so when, when i first watched it i didn't appreciate the film at all and i think i was already put off from the, oh, as soon as i saw them and on there on the cover and i couldn't work it out and I don't know, it just put me off the film, and I, I don't know, it's me being younger, I was just like, dismissed the film straight away, unfortunately. But, um, like I said, repeat, like we both said, repeat viewings, it does get better and better. But, um, that was the biggest thing I did not originally like about the film. Um, and it is a bit confusing as well, because, um, it, even the effects on the, on the carrot, on the goodies weren't great. They're obviously like rubber masks and, yes. and rubber hands. There's one, there's one bit when the goody grabs, I think they're under the bed and he grabs something. Oh yes, he grabbed. I oh, know when they're in the back of Jonathan's car, and he's he's trying to find that book, and he, and one of the kids grabs it to give it to him. You can just see it, it's like a rubber glove <laughs> that he's got on. But confusingly, Jim Wynorski, he he was he was on set at one point. Oh, sorry, not Jim Wynorski. Sorry, um, John Beekler was on mm-hmm. set at one point. There's a there's a picture of him, and there's a picture of him with the two Ghoulies. Oh wow! So he was involved in some kind on Ghoulies Four. Right. Um, or he just turned up on one on set one day to get a picture. Maybe I guess he was interested, saying, "Oh yeah, they've made a sequel to my film." You know, Goody's part of, uh, go to college. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought the the effects on the Goody's themselves very 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 cheap. So it was kind of surprising that Jim Beekler showed up on set at least showed up on one set one day, or he was involved somehow, which is kind of kind of crazy. Um. So for me, uh, not really any much gore in the film uh, no. and no nudity. Again, I'm not trying to be sexist, but for a Jim Wynorski flick, and, no. and especially after seeing Goody's Go to College, which had an abundance of nudity, yeah. um, you go into a Jim Wynorski-directed Goody's 4, and, and they obviously they must have been told, no, we've got, we've got to keep this 
well, 15 it was in the UK, I guess. Was it PG-13 in America? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, so they, they must have had a reason to keep it PG-13. But I think I think Jim absolutely must have hit the boundaries of PG-13 with the outfits and stuff that some of the girls were wearing and the whole prostitution thing. Um, but yeah, there wasn't much gore in there. I guess, I don't know if that was a uh, budget thing, possibly, or again, trying to keep it in the whole PG-13. I'm going to guess it's a budgetary thing because I assume, uh, from everything I've read, that's the reason it did not go with the puppets is because yeah. they had the budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, which even then, you know, some would ask, well, if you can't have the ghoul he's in it, why even bother? Yeah. Um, and that's and that's another thing that feels weird to me about the movie is that you blatantly don't have any puppets whatsoever that you know are trying to be the ghoulies even if they don't look like it. But yet you still have the footage from the first film where you <laughs> show the ghoulies. So it, it almost seems like rubbing it in your face sometimes. Where it's like, remember these guys? Because we're yeah. not showing them to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, or, or on the other side is maybe it's um, no, this really is the same actor from Ghoulies. Yes. Look. Here he is. <laughs> I know he looks very different now, but look, it's him. <laughs> it's almost like maybe they shoehorned that bit. I, again, it, like the film does stand up on its own, but um, it also it almost feels like it's just a buddy. Cop, it's, not, it's a cop movie. Yes. And, and they've thought, hang about, we could if we get the Ghoulies license, we can shoehorn a bit of Ghoulies in here and maybe get the, someone f- from the first one to make it look like a Ghoulies film. And here we go. Slap that on the cover, and we'll sell more. You know, okay. rent more of them. I, I think it's much more a, a low back, a low budget action flick than it is a horror film. Yeah, but R. Yeah, definitely. And that's that shows you with the with the, the gore, yeah. which is is um yeah almost non-existent. Um. So what else didn't I like? Uh, so Faust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he he was cool, but. He was never explained, never really explained, and that is quite interesting. You say that he almost seemed like the he is more Jonathan than the cop Jonathan was, and I, I kind of see that definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, I and mean, so like I said, I definitely did not pick that up the first half or many times I watched it, but then after the uh, when I said I was prepped before here, that one line just stood out. It's like, oh, hang on, maybe maybe yeah. if I look at it that way, it makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, still, there's still some holes there, but. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Well, it might work. I don't know. Maybe someone else yeah. can tell. It's almost like they could have they could have explained it by saying at the end of Ghoulies, um, when Jonathan did his last sort of incantation, he he stayed in the Neverworld, and the, the the Jonathan escaping at the end of Ghoulies in the car wasn't the real Jonathan. That was the cop we see today. Yeah. What we see in Ghoulies four. Um, but I don't know, Faust is cool. It just it just does, didn't seem to be explained that well. Oh. I suppose an 84 minute film they kind of got to squeeze in haven't they um, and and Alexandra his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. um, that didn't quite fit in to me, for me with Ghoulies the first one because obviously his girlfriend in Ghoulies was Rebecca right um, and it, it was like he was introduced to the the dark arts with Rebecca when he when they found the ha- when they got the house inherited the house in Ghoulies 1 uh, sorry Ghoulies, the first Ghoulies I hate saying Ghoulies 1 um, and you're kind of led to believe at the end of Ghoulies, uh, when they're all escaping in the car, Jonathan's like learned his lesson. He's never going to touch the dark arts again. So it's kind of all in that one film. But then now, now we find out in Ghoulies 4 that he's had a girlfriend called Alexandra 
right. up all the way within the dark arts. So I don't know, maybe I don't know. What do you think? I actually, I think that's something I may have misunderstood the first time is because mm. I thought she was supposed to like be the same character. They just changed her name. Okay. So at, at first I thought that's who she was supposed to be, and then it's like this doesn't this doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that that would make a lot of sense. Why don't they just call her Rebecca? If they yeah. made it Rebecca, that would have been spot on. Yeah, I, would, I totally would have bought that. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, I don't know why they didn't do that. A little bit older, but yeah, <laughs> that would have made a lot of sense to me. I, I'd be much. But yeah, I just couldn't. I just couldn't fit her in the timeline because so I was like, yeah. was like he first found Dark Arts and then he escaped it at the end and didn't want anything to do with it after that. But well, like I said earlier, I mean, it's only been what nine, ten film, uh, nine, ten years since <laughs> the first film. Yeah. So not only is Rebecca out of the picture, but in those nine, ten years, he's had time to be with these three other women for extended periods of time and become a detective. Yeah. <laughs> this man is busy. Yeah. yeah. And he has time to have a drinking problem. So <laughs> he's a very productive person. <laughs> and, and he sleeps a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, other things I didn't like. Uh, so, well, I don't like saying what I didn't like because I, I do like the film. But, yeah, uh, there's definitely much worth out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the whole the whole thing with the red jewel, obviously, that was never in the first film either. So again, this must be something to do with his, you know, the relationship he had with Alexandra. Um, but it's it's really strange that a he's got one, but b there was two of them. So right at the start of the film, Alexandra gets one, doesn't she, from that museum, from the museum box in the warehouse, and then just loses it because she steps into the uh, pentagram, doesn't she? It just disappears like that. And then the next thing is, oh, yeah, this Jonathan Graves has got one on his neck, so let's, let's pursue that one. But that jewel's never really explained. No, and it uh, actually, when that first one, she finds the first one and it just, you know, destroys it by stepping into the pentagram, it kind of makes yeah. the second one seem a little less important. How many more of these are there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe they got them from, like, Spirit Halloween or something. And <laughs> <laughs> that, too, um, did that, did that remind you of Wishmaster? Because every time I see that, that's all I think of. Yeah, 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 definitely. And obviously, Jonathan, oh, well. Like Peter Lyap has had a cameo in that one, so yeah, right. who knows? Could have been linked somehow. Um, the other thing, um, so the, the graffiti, the ancient pictorial, do you remember the, the graffiti that was on yeah. the side of the warehouse? And Jonathan obviously knew it, and he and, and he admits, says that it's uh, ancient pictorial language called Sorin from the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And that graffiti, that picture meant to live again, you must kill yourself. So I thought that sounded quite deep, but they just never nope. went with it, never did anything with it. So that was the only time you saw that painting was on on that one bit on the wall and he asked the cop the the investigators to take a picture of it. Right. They like they just it. mention it only to like never mention it again. Yeah. I mean they, they could have, you know, used some artwork from Ghoulies One. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the stuff they had on all the stuff he used on the floor in there, but now they just went to this sort of modern looking graffiti. Um, it would have been if they would have used like one of the, well, I guess it would have been, uh, was it the UK release poster that had the actual art on it? Oh yeah, like, with the, like, with, like, the um, goat's head on. Um, that one. that was the early American the, art. The feel, just use like one of the actual art posters, that may have been a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, like paintings, of the, a painting of the yeah. Goody's or something would be great. Yeah, 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 the really old art, yeah, that would have been great. Something that actually tied it back. Yeah. Oh, we actually, the UK had that art for um, 
ghoulies go to college, bizarrely. You mean the art with the, the three ghoulies at the bottom and um, Mal- Malcolm Graves above them. Okay. Like that, that artwork, yeah. Something like that, anything like that to tie in. But now they just yeah. use this <clears throat> modern bit of graffiti. So fans could be like, oh, hey, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like they shoehorned that in. But yeah, yeah. It could have been explained better. But interest in itself. So I don't know if they just made up the name Soren. I didn't Google it, to be fair. Yeah, um, that's one aspect that yeah, I do wish they would have gone into a little bit more. Um, just that that's the one thing I do yeah. like about uh, the first movie um, uh, compared to the others, and I don't want to say more is there's you know there's some really 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 heavy supernatural satanic uh, black magic elements going yeah. on in this film that just don't get touched on too much, mm-hmm. and I really like that element of the first film. Yeah, yeah. It felt like they could have done it in this one, but they just kind of introduced a few bits on the side and left it at that. <laughs> it was almost like, well, you know he does magic if you saw the first film, so don't be surprised when he shoots lasers here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there is there anything else that you weren't happy with other than the film? I think I've just listed all my stuff. Um, like I said, I mean, overall, no, really. I mean, it, it's... If you've never seen it and you're a fan of the Ghoulies films, so, you know, be prepared to have your mind blown by the fact that this is not at all like any of the others. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it takes some getting used to. And no, I can't sit here and say that it's a great film. It's it's very poorly made. There's definitely you know, some, some, I don't want to say poorly made in the sense that it's not entertaining. Um, it's definitely entertaining. It, it definitely shows its budget uh, restraints. Yeah. Even like in the opening warehouse scenes, if you look at like the writing and all the crates, it is just nothing but permanent marker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's things like that. Um, but at the same time, it's just, it's not a boring film at all. No, no. There's definitely no. something there to for, to find some entertainment out of, whether you like these lower-type budget movies or you just want to watch something you might think is bad. Um, there's, there's definitely something to find yeah. here that's entertaining. Um, one thing that I don't know if I've never noticed this before is I noticed in the credits uh, recently, one of the last times I watched it, that it's produced by Gary Schmoller. Okay. Um, now maybe I'm wrong here. He's the one who did Puppet Master, correct? The original. Uh, yeah. Was oh, was it David Schmoller? Is it David Schmoller? Schmoller. Okay, we're getting them wrong. Yeah, yeah. It is David. Okay, I'm just wondering because I, I just I know that there's a few people on here who had worked with uh, Charles Band in the past. And I know quite a few people have had falling out with him from, you know, multiple reasons. Some yeah. um, with David Schmoller with the reti- uh, putting Dan's name all over Puppet Master. Right. Uh, so I kind of look at this and sometimes wonder if some of these people were like happy that they were stealing something that was, you know, <laughs> put out by Charlie. Yeah. I kind yeah, of want to go in there look what we did here. Look what we did to the franchise. <laughs> Uh, Funny enough, actually, David Schmoller's uh, convention this weekend. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen him appear anywhere before. But yeah, he's 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 a, he's a Days of the Dead in Vegas. Popped oh, up okay. on my Facebook. I was like, oh wow, that'd be cool. Out of the uh, blue. <laughs> one of the um, things you like the movie later on. Now watching it later is uh, the first time I watched it. I guarantee I did not catch that that whole car crash sequence was from uh, Nine Seven Six Evil Two. No. I didn't know that. No, I, that, that's one of those I caught. Like, I think one of those, I think I watched, I want to say they're both were uh, Ghoulies 4 and 
No, Ghoulies is, I think it's Ghoulies Go to College and 976 Evil 2 were released on a same multi oh, yeah. set. A double feature. Yeah, we yeah. didn't get that over here, but I've seen I've seen the cover for it. But yeah, and I think it was after rewatching that Simmons Evil down there. Our part yeah. two, I'm it's like, wait a sec. This looks- <laughs> Actually, that character, to be fair, that museum curator, she just kind of came out of nowhere and then yeah. obviously got dispatched off fairly quickly. And more eye candy too, though. Yeah, and more eye candy. But maybe they they got her in there just for the car crash to get the car crash from um nine seven six Evil two in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's some things that I've noticed as well on repeat viewings that I'd never noticed before. Um, the first one being Jim Wynorski's cameo. Did you notice that? No. Yeah, he he's right at the start when they uh, when they get to the warehouse. Oh, it's after the grocery store shootout. And they get to the warehouse, um, and he he's he's one of the guys outside the warehouse. He actually oh. has a line as well. I forgot what he says. Something like, is it safe to go in? He goes, yeah, yeah, you can go in or something. Something like that. He's got, but he walks past the camera and says a, a small, a little line. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And see, yeah, it's a brief scene. I don't think I would have been paying attention. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely, definitely Jim Wynorski. So it's nice to see him appear in one of his films. He, he does that fairly often, doesn't he? But not every film, but it was good to see him. Uh, and also on that same scene, I was quite amazed. You know, so like you mentioned, the uh, the words on the uh, crates were done. It looked like they were done in pen. Yes. Did you notice? Oh, I yes. noticed that one of them. Uh, especially the one where I think she found the stone where it looked like it was supposed to be older writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one. Yeah, that was from Cairo or something, wasn't it? I don't know if you can see uh, that. Like that. And yeah. see, that's, that's where I guess, you know, that depends on how you look at the film. Some people are going to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. And I look at it and I just, to me, the, I find that amusing. I, I like seeing stuff like that. <laughs> but what I found really interesting, which I hadn't noticed, so the crate, the, one of the crates, one of the crates had um, Miskatonic University written on it. Yeah, catch that. So that's obviously a big throwback to uh, Empire mm-hmm. um, and Charles Band, etc. But obviously, yeah, Miss Clark University is is in a Reanimator, yeah. and uh, Jonathan Graves was originally going to be played by Jeffrey Coombs at one point. Oh, okay. Who, yes, that's right. Who obviously then went on to do Reanimator. So I don't know. If, I'm, I presume someone's thrown that in there as a link. Uh, unless they just couldn't think of a university name and they just put on their Miskatonic. But I imagine that's a link, isn't it? It's got to be. Oh, I sure. thought that was really cool. But I'd never noticed that before. I guess because the DVD I've got now is probably the best it's looked. It's like a it's supposedly a remastered DVD. So I guess I can spot things like that now. Who put that one out? Uh, it's a Spanish one. Are you going to oh. test me now? I forgot the name. It's a Spanish release. Um, I can Google it very quickly. Because <laughs> I mostly watched uh, it on Amazon lately, and it's yeah. the old Echo Bridge DVD. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it's uh, it's been on Amazon Prime for quite a while, hasn't it? Uh, for a while, yeah, yeah. I don't actually know who released it, but it's, it's a Spanish company, and it was it's a remastered one. Okay, um, and it kept comes with a nice poster as well of Goodies Four, and they've got a different artwork on the cover. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, red rum. There you go. Red rum is the uh, the logo on the on the box and seventy nine edition or something. But yeah, it's a Spanish release. So you can probably get it on Amazon okay. everywhere. But yeah, I picked it up. It, it's super cheap as well. The only thing that annoyed me about that release is it says it's widescreen, but it's not. It's for free. 
Definitely uh, four three. Uh, no. I even tried changing the res- the uh, yeah, aspect ratio. No, it's definitely four three. <laughs> but it's the best it's ever looked until we get a Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, which actually, Jim Wilson did mention quite a while ago that he'd done a commentary for a Blu-ray, but it's oh. never seen the light of day. I've never been anything else on it. Um, but yeah, Miskatonic Mis- University. How about that? <laughs> um, so I know you noticed this, but I, I didn't. So. I, I think you we're going to say the same when I am. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, was, I was going back to the sewage workers. Well, the sewage worker, the, the guy, the crazy sewage worker at the start. So I didn't know what the honeymooners was. Mm-hmm. So this guy, I thought, honestly thought that guy and the other sewage worker were Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of talks like Yogi Bear, doesn't he? The, you know, he the stuff. And he, he didn't even, and i always puzzled by why is he, one guy has got the outfit, got like the, uh, the coveralls on and the hard hat on because he's, he's underground, whereas the other guy was in this weird little get up with a little, like a bowler hat and like a little waistcoat. Yeah. Just didn't make sense to me. I thought it was just a silly cartoon character they put in there. So I thought it was like Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. But, um, I mean, it turns, yeah. The whole scene just seems so weird to me for that reason because by then, I don't know how many people are going to be thinking about like a then 40, 50 year old sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a really outdated reference, but they yeah. went for it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, uh, I just thought it was Yogi Bear. I, 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 fairly, I guess that was big in America, was it, the Honeymooners? Uh, yeah, it was pretty big here. I've, I mean, I, I guess because it was on so much longer <laughs> before I was born, I never got into it. Uh, they still right. show runs here on a lot of channels, but yeah. you know, I never watched. Yeah, I think I've heard of it when I, when I looked it up, but I've never, ever watched it, so I, I never, ever would have made that connection. Right. Yeah, I really thought about the Yogi Bear Boo Boo thing until you said it, but I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah, he just sounded so much like Yogi Bear. I thought, oh, it's just a crazy cartoony thing that they've, they've chucked in like a comedy character. Um, and, oh, speak, speaking of that as well, <laughs> back to the things I liked. So when, when the ghoulies saved that prostitute from being mugged and she goes, have I got a pro... Uh, a prize for you. I was like, what, what prize was she going to give him? Was it suggesting she was going to, you know, <laughs> take him down the alley and do something? Or it, was, you know, it could have been like a, I don't know what could have happened. Any what's going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, pretty bizarre. Oh, that's could, great. It could have been, actually, Senna, that could have been, we could have been seeing the, uh, like what happened in, uh, Critters, the, the new, ba- the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The new batch? No, what's the? Critters Attack? No, a new binge. Oh, Critters yeah. new binge, and obviously a lot of fans kicked off with the whole hybrid critter slash human because the human had sex with a critter. Uh, that's a massive spoiler. Sorry if anyone hasn't watched that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goody's Four did it a long time ago. Did it back in '94. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, this way, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll go on the record and say, you know, um, Ghoulies 4 is definitely better than Critters Attack. Yes, I'll definitely agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a lot more fun. Um, yeah. It's got it's links to the original. Yeah, Critters Attack was a bit dull, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, one other, one final thing I noticed before I pass over to you, so I know you're desperate sure. to, to do your dinosaur island one. Um, <laughs> the Hockstetter Mental Asylum. Yes, <laughs> I'm That's sure you picked up on I that. Agree on. Yeah. So uh, obviously Hockstetter, um, he was the bad guy in Hard to Die. Yes. And also Slumber Party Murders Two. I believe I always remember him from Hard to Die. Hard to Die was like Jim Wynorski's ripoff of Die Hard, but with right. And say one of those was even packaged here as a sequel to those um, Slumber Party movies. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm not 100 percent certain, but I think so. Okay, so yeah, that was obviously a nice little Jim Wynorski thing of putting Hoxter, and uh, and also Hoxter was his cinematographer, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot what his name was, but he worked with Jim on a lot of films, including this one, funny enough. So I guess that's where the Hockstetter character came from, or the name came from. But yeah, yeah. Hard to Die. Actually, I didn't even mention that. Hard to Die is probably one of my favourite Jim Wynorski films as well. Again, I'm not even sure if that one had a UK release. So I've never never seen a UK video or DVD of that one. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was cool to get Hockstetter in there. Um, that's a nice touch. Why yeah. I... Caught. That's one of those I remember catching back then because I did see those movies when they released. Okay. Yeah, I would those see those at the time I saw on late night video quite often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, what did you have from things you picked up on it? Um, well, the one that I was going to point out is going back to Dinosaur Island is uh, what's her name? Antonia Dorian. Yep. Pops yep. up as the lady in red. Yeah. Or oh, Jessica Rabbit, I thought she looked like. Is that I, I didn't get what was going on there. <laughs> I, I think it was kind of like Jim was like, "Hey, I've got a role for you. Appear in this film real quick." Because <laughs> yeah, she again, she was a character that's never explained, just appeared out of nowhere. But I'm, I'm not going to complain because she looked great. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, there's a like, uh, I don't want to even really say a karate fight after that because I'm not really sure it's karate. <laughs> it's just a really weird scene uh, with, with Bongo. Yes. Bongo, yeah, the the big, like, muscle guy. It looks like he's got a big padded suit on, because when, when he's, like, fighting him, you can see Jonathan's fists are, like, going into him, <laughs> like, like he's got just some giant padded suit on. When he finally gets knocked out and falls down, he looks like he has a pillow on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's that, um, a couple of things. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ace Mask, who is also in quite a few Wynorski films. Oh, yeah. What is it? Return to Swamp Thing. Uh, I think he's even playing the same name. Same character. name. That's right. I forgot about that. The Doctor, isn't it? It's Doc. Yeah. What the Doctor's name was now. Uh, I think it's Doctor Rochelle. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah. So the stuff like that, I, I don't know if I caught that the first time. No, um, I definitely didn't. Yeah, so a little, like in jokes and throwbacks to other movies that are, you know, if you're a fan of these films, it's a nice touch to see. Yeah. Um, and you could actually, you know, with um. Wynors- uh, sorry, with Wynorski starting with, with Corman back in the days, you can see a lot of influence of the Corman films of even like the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, where it's just they know that they're making a cheesy movie. They're just trying to have some fun. You can tell that yeah. they're having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes me want to go and rewatch the Jim Wynorski films now and see what else I can spot. I'm sure there's going to be loads of stuff. Oh, yeah. I've never seen, never noticed. 
I, I'd even wonder, like, if I go back and watch some of his, I don't know what the words for him are, the, the adult thrillers that he did. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there may be stuff in there, too, that I didn't catch. Yeah, be a good excuse to watch him. <laughs> I don't need my excuse. If anything else, I would just say it's just I watched so many of them back on, in, you know, when they were actually on. It's reliving part of my past, I guess. Yeah. I'll, I'll use that excuse. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm watching the Bear Winch Project for research. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I did the... the uh, I forgot the name. There's a documentary of with Jim, wasn't there? When he was it the Bear Witch? I think it was when he made the Bear Witch product. Did you, did you ever catch that Poppatopolis? Oh no! Did you know? Oh, that was that was brilliant. It's, it's literally a documentary of how he makes films, <laughs> and I think it was him on set of Bear Witch Project. Okay. And it was just it was it was so crazy. He's pretty much as you expect him to be, and yeah, yeah, it was really good. I, I don't think it's on any streaming sites or anything now, but. I saw it quite a long time ago, and I, I loved it. It's just all behind-the-scenes footage from that film, and they really, talk about it. It bothers other. me how hard it is to find a lot of those films. Yeah, especially in the UK. I, I'd say a lot, I'm sure a lot of them didn't even make it out here. Uh, I have no clue if they did or not in no. the US. If so, I can't find. Well, that's not true. I can't find a lot of them. Yeah. Um, the ones that I have come across, though, sell for ridiculous money on eBay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they definitely. And it's kind of surprising that, you know, maybe that's, I, I guess that's why they're selling for so much is that you can't find them anywhere else. But I, I just think as much TNA as there is free on the internet today, these yeah. things would be <laughs> <laughs> forgotten about, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's it too, is that, I mean, I'm sure, not that they were tame back then, obviously, mm-hmm. because you know, they were pushed on on Showtime and Cinemax. They couldn't go too far. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've got a scene even tamer by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd imagine so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, credit, because I mean, he just keeps working and he just keeps throwing stuff out there. Yeah. And, you know, love it or hate it. I mean, he's, he's out there getting it done. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm still a massive fan of his stuff, so it's yeah. all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess that kind of wraps it up for Goody's Fornus. Is there anything else you want to put on the table? Um, well, I know that there was, I guess, some talk of, and they even mentioned at the end of the film of, you know, see you in Goody's Four oh, yeah. Part Two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I'm like, Anybody else? I would love to see a new Ghoulies film. Um, I don't know if I want it to necessarily be that sequel, but at the same time, I'm really, really curious of where that would have went from here because I yeah. think they they wrap up at least this Jonathan story pretty much at the end, and even yeah. the Ghoulies leave. So, oh, the Ghoulies get the jewel as well, didn't they? Yeah, they get the jewel at the end. Yeah, no, just yes. Okay, so would you would you rather see Ghoulies? Well, four part two slash five, or would you rather see a reboot? Oh wow, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> naturally, against reboots, remakes, like a lot of people yeah. in our age group are. Um, but then again, knowing that you know it might be the same original writing production team yeah. or writing team. Um, I mean, if it didn't bastardize what we know and love, sure. Um, 
I, as a fan of the series, yeah. I mean, I would always like to see more. There's always that fear that it's going to be a step down. Um, I think that's a risk, but if, if, uh, yeah, I would like to just see the characters back. So I, I guess if I had to choose, I would go with the, the reboot. Yeah. Um, just because maybe then we would get something closer to the actual, old, you know, the original Ghoulies than, again, um, two people in masks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I lean that way. Yeah. Um, and even if they did it really well, there'd be some part of me that's like, it's not the same. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it seems you say, hear the word remake or reboot and I see like mm, straight away, like you're on the fence straight away. But but yeah, from what Luca and Jeffrey have told us, I think. A reboot would be really exciting. I just really, really hope they can get it off the ground. Uh, yeah, uh, I would hope so too. Um, yeah, it's, it's literally rights issues is the only thing stopping it. I mean, yeah. They just cannot find who has the rights. So that's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope it does come. But that, I, I feel I feel that it'll be safe in in the hands of the original the original writers. So you know, you can't get any better than that, really. I hope so. Um, if nothing else, I do think. And I'm not exactly sure how to word this, but I, I look at like, you know, the Ghoulies films, the Critters films, um, and a lot of stuff that you cover on Little Rubber Monsters there. Um, yeah. They were the films that we grew up with, and they were targeted at our age group to some degree. But at the same time, you know, they didn't insult our intelligence as kids. They still had scares. They still had some, you know, brutal, gory moments. They still had some adult themes. So... Uh, I would like to see more of that come back because I feel like that is lacking where, you know, horror movies that I can just go and watch with my kids Mm -hmm. uh, still probably give them some nightmares. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I would like to see more of that uh, return to 80s style PG, PG PG-13 horror where they were a little bit more braver than they are now. Yeah. And practical effects. Oh, definitely. So, um, and that's another thing too, like you said, with the absence of the puppets. Um, and I think we both agree on this growing up, mm-hmm. being fans of like Chris Wallace and David Allen and stuff like that. Yeah. And if it doesn't look the greatest, I, I'd rather see that puppet or that miniature or that that real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's even if you know, sometimes when it doesn't look great, it, it still seems more tangible and more realistic than anything that's going to be accomplished by CG. Um, I'm, and that's not to, you know, crap on CG and say that there's not some great looking stuff out there. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not the same though. I mean, I like that thing of, I can, you know, look at that monster and believe somebody made that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. As we didn't really touch on the, uh, computer effects in goodies for, cause the bit right at the end was a bit jarring, I thought, when they had Faust over the body of uh, Raquel, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, I thought that was actually kind of a neat little scene. Oh, okay. Oh, it, uh, yeah, the scene was cool. It just looked a bit weird. No, it does I, look weird, but I like the idea. The one I thought, the part where I thought they totally blew it was when the portals opened to suck everybody back in. Oh, yeah, and she runs and back. They had to all run backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think <laughs> it looks better in the original Goodies, doesn't it, with the portals and the oh, decks when they fought each other. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I think our time is up, so we've yeah. 
cleared an hour quite easily just talking about Goose 4. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Now, no fear. I'm sure Graham will edit this down perfectly. But yeah. Um, Well, yeah. So finally, where, where, finally, just say again, where, where can we find you online, Dustin? Where can we? Um, okay, well, you can find me at horrorandsons.com. Um, like I said, the website's a little bit on pause, but I should be back in a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find it, uh, Horror and Sons on Facebook, on Instagram, and you can also find me contributing to Drive In Asylum fanzine. Um, yep. We have our newest issue out as the Horror Host Tribute, and then our next regular issue should be in a month or two. Excellent. Excellent.